What's up guys, Zach here with another episode of the Strong Life Insider. I actually just finished recording a longer Strong Life podcast. That episode or those episodes are usually about one hour, give or take a few minutes. And uh, it was awesome. Spoke with Jim Steele. That's my buddy from University of Pennsylvania. Him and I have done a lot of podcasts together and I want to share a little bit about what we spoke about. We of course started getting into the older gyms of how we learned training where there was a purity and there was intensity in your training and people helped one another and a lot of that has been lost so how could you reclaim some of that or even experience it if you're maybe somebody younger so those of you in your late 30s and older you know 40s 50s you recall those gyms you recall those gyms where that was your tribe where you would train with people There was a friendly atmosphere, but there was certainly a pecking order in the gym. But those more experienced weightlifters and bodybuilders would let you work in with them. Then you would finish your training. And what did we do at the end? We ate together. We hung out. We spoke about training. We spoke about life. We shared things. We didn't keep things as a secret. And now what we see are some people are figuring out ways to set up their garage gym and organize their own little tribe, training partners, three or four people, sometimes up to 10 people, and they're getting back to doing that blend of old school bodybuilding, which is a blend of powerlifting, some basic weightlifting, and of course, some isolation, you know, uh, specific hypertrophy or hypertrophy movements, and a lot of that stuff is also great for performance if you're training for sports. So... Will these gyms ever come back? I doubt it. Jim told me that a couple years ago, a buddy of his who owned a few Gold's gyms mentioned that they now have pizza and donuts being delivered to the Gold's gym. And that's insane because Gold's gym was that early franchise model that set the standard for what a quote-unquote hardcore gym used to be. I know all the you know tougher gyms, hardcore gyms that I've been around, they've gone out of business. And... They didn't survive because of this one factor. They copied others. They thought that they had to conform to what the normal gym owners were doing, the big chain fitness franchises were doing. They thought that that was the way to do it. And in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a gym in my town that was what would certainly be considered hardcore It was all Ivanko plates. All the equipment was welded. If something broke, you would see the owner put up a curtain and you'd see him welding behind the curtain, welding dumbbells that were broken or fixing up benches. And the music was loud and and guys trained in work boots and people squatted heavy and did heavy bent over rows and just everything they did was intense and aggressive and they just got after it. And when that gym owner began to conform to what the fitness industry was creating, which was um, this movement where they were getting away from bodybuilding and it was more about being into the fitness side of things versus being big, I remember seeing the decline in the number of people that showed up to the gym. I remember seeing um, the type of people that showed up were just kind of these people that were trying to get fit. And I always say, man, where did everybody disappear to? If only they would have kept that hardcore gym alive, people would have loved it. 
And I've been utilizing this message and picked up on it um, for strength coaches out there who are opening their gyms and then getting frustrated because they're following what the norm is. They're following, hey, I need to do this transformation challenge. Hey, I need to run this boot camp. When there's a lot of lessons to be learned from the older days, first of all, a lot of these gym owners, that may not have been their only business. Since I've gone back to teaching and lessened the hours at my gym, I've gotten more of the right kids in my gym. We've increased in profits and I've reduced the amount of hours that were open, not because I don't want to be there, but because that's what my schedule allows. My stress has declined tenfold or infinitely and my income has gone up and I'm serving the right kids. I'm serving the right parents. I'm only doing what I want to do. And every time I denied that, every time I tried to run some sort of a women's camp or a transformation, it never worked. It always hit me in the teeth. It was like getting hit in the mouth with a two by four. That's what Henry Winkler said, the Fonz, when he would deny his gut instincts. And there is a way, regardless of what your endeavor is, there is a way to stay true to yourself. There is a way to trust your gut instinct. And step number one is to stop copying what we see other people doing. You got to know what you're about. You got to know what you stand for. And then, of course, you have to be willing to stand up for what you believe in. And there's nothing wrong for those of you out there who are coaches you could keep that full-time job as long as it's something you're passionate about. And then you could also run your gym in a way, the only way for me to do it is in a way where I'm passionate about it. That's what I call living your truth. So that's it, guys. I want people to get back to living their truth, the training. Don't be afraid to go into the garage, into the basement, set up your own training, create your own tribe. Don't fear the intensity, don't fear the work ethic, because as Teddy Roosevelt says, there is no name in history that we remember that lived an easy life. Anybody who experienced tough times had to overcome obstacles, had to turn struggle into strength. Obstacles are opportunities in hiding. That's what the Strong Life Mindset is all about. So that's it for this episode, guys. I also want to remind you, the recordings of the Strong Life Experience are only available through the end of the week. You go to www.stronglifeexperience.com. You must put in the, the www. to get you to the web page. And it's for any coach that is tired of the frustrations and you want to increase your income, increase how many people you serve, and do it ethically and with the right people. Meaning you're not conforming to what other people want to do. You're following your passion. You're having more fun living your unique ability and knowing what your unique genius is about. And you're only working in the areas that you're passionate about. The changes I've made to my business the past six, seven months have been tremendous. So I'm super pumped to share them with you guys. Go to www.stronglifeexperience.com. It's time for coaches to kick ass and take names and live their truth and stop copying what other people do. The proven strategies in this recording of the seminar is going to blow your mind. I can't wait for you to check it out. If you've got any questions, feel free to reach out, undergroundstrengthcoach at gmail.com, and be on the lookout for the next long Strong Life podcast. Talk to you guys soon.